back to our podcast, Great Put Iconic. Well, thank you for having me. I'm always so excited to be on and it's great to hear your voice. Thank you so much for coming on and I wanted to support your new business venture, which has been very, very exciting. Thank you. Um, I I know I had, um, it's just getting off the ground, you know, like official launch, but it's been in the works for many years. So I'm just, I'm really excited about getting it going and and people are responding to it and actually people are you know um I guess I should say what I'm doing yeah (laughs) um I've I've started life coaching and um you know spiritual advising I've done all of this for many years I mean I've had my spiritual gifts my whole life but the life coaching has really really started um I would say in the last couple of years where I was helping people as I was, you know, getting through my own treatment and stuff with Lyme disease yeah. and, and other things and recovering from other things. And, um, I just kept filling this pool more and more to help people because I had so many people that were reaching out to me because I chronicled my whole journey with Lyme from, you know, when I was at death's door all the way to where I'm in wellness now and, you know, people are, they're wanting to know what I've done, how I've gotten here. And I'm not a doctor, but I do work with a lot of doctors and I, I went the, the natural route. So I know, you know, a lot about herbs and essential oils, having worked with them, um, in the last, you know, 17 years. So, um, I do have a a lot of knowledge about a lot of different things and I feel I can help people with not only chronic illnesses, but just, you know, self-love, self-development here. Yes. And, you know, in recovering from emotional traumas, you know, whether it be grief, um, abusive relationships, divorce, you know, um, just tra- traumatic things. I've I've been through a lot. Yeah, you <laughs> have. Just, you really you know, have. More than just Lyme. And I, I feel like I just feel the huge calling to help people. So I I've started I I've started this to to reach to go more broad because I'm I'm overwhelmed to be honest daily with with messages from people. So doing this is the best way that I can reach everyone together by having a community that I've created and then doing personal, you know, one-on-one coaching options, if that's what they would, they would like to add in as well. So it's, um, and, and you're in there, you're, you're in, it's, it's Angie's vibe tribe. That's what I've, I've named the, the member group. And, um, of course my brand is just angiesuddethwalsh.com, but that's where you go to, to join. And it's $37 a month and you get every month we're doing like, um, a weekly workshop. So this, this month was self-love, self-care and it was really, it got really deep, you know, a couple of times because I was really given some, you know, really good exercises on how to figure out where you are and who you are, you know, just where to start. And I know you participated yeah. in that. Um, so 
what did I, you get obviously out of that? It's been very, very difficult because the first topic we kicked off on was self love, which I struggle really badly right. with. And um, I've been quite low in general just recently. So it was very, very difficult for me to, it was kind of good because I could see the warning signs and you began to learn like little things about yourself and maybe little habits that you do that you just ignore because you're so busy like on work or focusing on other people that you forget yes. these little warning signs that are flagging up in your own body and in your own mind. So it it was yep. very, very helpful, but there was like a like a few times where I was like, because oh my God, like really I have been beating <laughs> and knowing that there's so much right. sort of groundwork to have to put in to make the changes. And Yes. Sometimes also makes it quite difficult because it's quite daunting thinking we all we all want we all deep down there isn't a quick fix. But when I think feeling so low anyway or you're dealing with other things, it's like, oh my God, where do I even begin? And exactly like with you with your Facebook lives, you you sat in front of us and you're actually us through it, demonstrations. Yes, it's, it's almost like being in the class person in real life, which is great. Book yes, or you're listening to someone, you're not quite getting the expressions in the face and right. hand gestures and all of those little things that make it more relatable. Right. Well, and I, I I've done. I, all of the exercises that I give everyone, I've done myself. So I know that they, I know that they work. And I've also had other clients either in my spiritual business or when I've been coaching people where I've started having them do them. Now, here is why I started it this way with the videos, because like what you're saying, it's real easy for me to explain to someone And it takes a while to explain how to do, for example, the jar exercises or the meditation. And it's really, it is hard to learn how to meditate and to get yourself to that calm state and, and continually do it. And then working on releasing all of the negative and replacing it with positive when you don't feel anything positive about yourself. You have to really, in the beginning, you have to really think. You know, and even if it's, even if you don't feel it, you say it because it will, you will start to believe it the more that you say it and the more the other exercises that you do. But I realized after this has been like a good, a learning experience for me as well with doing the videos because getting to see everyone's feedback and, and then private messages that I've received where people are like, you know, you have really hit the nail on the head with this one and, and I've had to take, you know, some time and I know I've noticed people have rewatched, you know, the videos and that's great because sometimes you have to, to rewatch or listen to something three times. And like you said, where I'm actually showing you how to meditate and I'm doing it with you and then I'm explaining the exercises and yeah, they, some of them are hard 
and they are making you come to truth with yourself because that's what has to happen. Yeah. And there are so many people that still they're, they're like, well, you know, this person is this and this person. And today's just been one of those days where everyone, and I'm like, they have so many energy vampires, you know, around them that are sucking them dry and they're not understanding that they have to say, stop. <laughs> yeah, I got to focus on me. I got to put me first because if you don't put you first, you're never going to achieve anything that you're wanting to achieve because there's never going to be anything left. And I loved your, um, your blog that you did. Was it yesterday or day before? Sometimes yeah, I, my Facebook feeds. Yeah. I, where you actually, you talked about the spoon theory because so many people don't understand about the spoons. And I remember when I was first sick, I'm like, what the heck is this spoon theory thing? But it's, you know, everyone should, should use the spoon theory quite honestly, whether they're ill or not. Yeah. Because even if you're not ill, you still have so many things going on, especially if you're, you know, you're married and you have children and you have your job and, you know, you have all of these other things that are branching out above you, creating this huge umbrella over you. And it's not an umbrella of protection. It's often feels very overwhelming and like it's going to crash down on you. So by getting yourself to a stable foundation and knowing who you are and being able to respect yourself and set boundaries, that is the key right there. Because yes. the more you do, the stronger you're going to become, the more you're going to learn how to say no. You're going to quit saying I'm sorry to everything. You're just, you're going to be, and you're going to start standing up for yourself. Because I, I had to do that yesterday. Like I'm just, I, you know, even with people that are, that are doing this profession, we're always learning. We're yeah. still learning. And there's still people, I don't care if it's your kids, if it's family. There's people that are still close to you that you may still allow to take from you because yeah. they're your kids or because they're, you know, close family, friends, whatever. You, you still have to set boundaries with them. And sometimes you have to say, you know what? I'm done. I am um, And that's done. very hard as well because it's, it is. it's in our <laughs> DNA to help other people and to yep. prove people wrong and make people proud. That when yes. people are quite harsh on us and make harsh judgments, we take mm -hmm. it to heart and we let it eat away at us. And yes, it's very difficult to sort of just like shut them out almost and just be immune to them. Yes. And sometimes like stepping back and giving people a dose of their own medicine. It's not about, you know, it's it's not about anything but you standing up for yourself and saying, you know, if you're repeatedly, I'm going to use this example because, um, I, you know, I praise on my children all the time and I'm so proud of them, but my son right now is going through something and, you know, he's graduated high school. He's starting to spread his wings. He's, you know, yeah. he is doing, he, <clears throat> He's not messaging me back. He's not texting me. He's being very disrespectful. And yeah. I'm not happy about it at all. And I don't always talk about things that are going on in my life because I, you, want to you know, be I feel like, yes, I want to be positive And I want to like say, okay, I am in control of this 
which I am, but things still affect me. So people yeah. still need to know that I'm human and that everything's not always just a rose garden with me. You know, there are thorns, there are things I yes. have to deal with. And so this is a perfect example of where I have, I'm, I have decided that I am going to, um, just step back, yeah. step back and, you know, let him realize that his actions are not respectful. They are not going to be tolerated. And yes, I've had, you know, the problem is, is that, you know, I'm a thousand miles away from my kids still because yeah. I had to move. Most people know, most people don't. I had to move to my parents, you know, when I was, I was dying from Lyme. Yes. And so there's, there's still things, you know, it makes it difficult to parent when you're that far away because, you know, Definitely. if you're right there with them, yes. then you can like take care of it more quickly. But when they're not answering calls or not answering text and, you know, they act like they're so busy, I get it. His age, you know, he's almost 19. He's got his friends. He's got work. But hello. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> People can always make time. Exactly. Yeah. So. You know, I'm just, I'm, I am tired of feeling at like a last thought and a last, you know, yeah, kind of cool. like, you know, so it's, it's tough love time and, and it's time for me to stand up in that aspect too, because with your kids, you love them more than anything in the world and you want what's best for them, but they have to respect you too. And there's going to be times where they don't, and there's going to be times where other people don't as well, but you have to know when, when to stand up for yourself how to say it so that you're not speaking out of anger, out of passion. And yeah, sometimes that happens because, you know, yes. it, it just does. But both of my children or anyone that knows me knows that um, it takes a lot to make me mad. So you know that if you've made me mad, it's been going on for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I've, and I've tried everything to you know, make the waters calm or whatever. But sometimes, sometimes it just happens where the, the boat tips over and you got to get back in and, and figure it out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I think we're both quite alike in the sense that regardless of people often being cruel to us, still always try and be kind to them. But then you yes. sort of reach a yes. point where you can see that they're sort of almost mocking you. And, yeah. and it affects you negatively and you yes. try and be sort of open and honest about what's going on with you so you can be like a role model and help and support other people but when they're sort of using like what's going on in your life at ne like the negatives and like highlighting them and trying to gain sympathy for their own good right that I don't understand why people do that and it kind of makes you pull back and you shouldn't stop being open and trying to be a role model um, because they're, right. they're mocking you. That's right. It's a lot of times where when people are doing that, it's their own insecurities and they're actually like they're seeing you do something positive and maybe they don't feel that great about themselves inside. And so they're, they're projecting what they project out. How you feel really inside is what you project outward. Yeah. So that's why I try to stress to people, if you work on truly loving yourself and truly being happy, 
that's what you're going to project outward. Now, a lot of us, before we get to this point, we put on a fakeness. We feel sad inside. We feel hurtful. We feel resentful. We feel angry. So we, we actually, we don't realize that that is really what we're putting out there. And that's what we're getting back to us. Because if you, and I realized this back in 2015, because I kept thinking there's something that's preventing me from moving forward, you know, to getting to healing. And it was me. And so by working on myself every day, and I was bedridden at the time. So sometimes I did it several times a day. Yeah. But I would work. I had a lot, a lot of hurt, a lot of anger, a lot of guilt, frustration, every so many emotions that were negative that were weighing me down and I didn't even realize it. And so I worked on releasing all of that. Now, see, I'd done this before because, but I hadn't really fully done it. You know what I mean? Where I had done you know, going through my divorce, I'd done the jar exercises and that was great because that really, that helped, like it gets you a foundation. And, um, and I know you're doing the jar exercises, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you want me to explain the jar exercises or do you want to? Yeah, I think, I think you should um, explain okay. it and then people can maybe start doing it as well or even they know okay. what to expect from your course as well right right so the jar exercise um that's one of the the things I did in my um videos this week I, I have a one one week a month where I'm doing like a workshop so I pick one one topic and that's what we work on and so one of the exercises I gave was it's jar exercises and it's a positive jar and a negative jar. Yeah. And I know before I explain it, my daughter, I was telling my daughter about it and she's like, yeah, we did that at school one day where the teacher had us write something that we didn't like about ourselves on a piece of paper. And then she had us just go throw away the paper and she goes, okay, now it's gone. Well, this is a perfect example of someone that doesn't they're trying to help somebody. They're trying to help younger people get their self-esteem back, self-confidence, whatever. But that's not the correct way to do it because you have to really work on releasing whatever you didn't like. Like, you yeah. know, um, I, I can't remember what my daughter wrote on hers, but like some of her friends wrote, I, I don't feel pretty or I, I, I'm not smart or, you know, just different things. And this is all self-confidence, self-esteem things. And this extra, this jar exercise is a really great exercise for building that. Yeah. And so you have, you have your positive jar and a, and a negative jar. I say you, you can use a Mason jar. It's best to use a jar with the lid, which is a Mason jar, but you can use any kind of glass jar, but it's so you can see, see in there as well. So when you start out, you take your negative jar and you write negative on the lid and you take off strips of paper and you write anything negative that you feel about yourself or people have said to you or whatever, you put those pieces of paper in the jar and you, and then you do the same thing with the positive. You take pieces of paper and I don't care if it's a compliment someone's giving you. I don't, I don't care if someone smiled at you at the grocery store. I don't care if you're, you're not going to have much in your positive jar to start, to be honest, because when you're working on yourself, you feel more negative than you do positive. So you do this every day 
at the end of your day, you go to your jars and you write on them. And if you only write one thing for the positive or you, you don't have anything for the positive that day, that's fine. Then you look, you, you begin, as you do these exercises, you begin to find the positive, okay? Because you're living in the negative. So you do the same thing with the negative. You put anything that you have felt about yourself that day or been told or experienced whatever in the jars. Yeah. So you do this for 30 days. And at the end of 30 days, you empty each jar separately and you go through each piece of paper. Now with the negative jar, if you feel that you still feel what you have written on that piece of paper or that comment that that person gave you, you know, it still is affecting you. You put it back in the jar because you still need to work on it. But if you feel that you have truly conquered what is on that piece of paper, then you burn it. Because when you burn it, it's gone. It's gone. You don't think about it anymore. You truly have conquered it. And just be be careful when you burn it. Don't burn your house down or anything like that. Yeah. Now with the positive jar, um, you know, you take the pieces of paper out. And if you believe the compliment someone gave you or, um, you know, if someone smiled at you when you were out and you smile when you're reading that, if you smile... If you truly feel what is on that positive piece of paper, then you can either take that piece of paper and tape it somewhere or you, what I did was, is I wrote it on a post-it note and I started with putting them around my bathroom mirror. And, and I even, I got to the point where, um, now the same thing with the, with the negative, if you don't feel that with the positive, put it back in the jar because you still need to work on it. And so for the next 30 days, then you're going to continue every day putting things yeah. in the negative, putting things in the positive, emptying them out after 30 days. And, and within a couple months, you're going to start to notice that your positive jar is more full than your negative. The goal is to have nothing in your negative and, and really, you know, um, you can always do this exercise if you want, but like if you empty your positive jar and you have these post-it notes everywhere in your house, inside cupboards, you know, in your car, like when you, you take the visor down, you can see it or, you know, on the radio, I had post-it notes everywhere because I was so beat down from, you know, the marriage and, and then going through this horrific divorce. I, I had nothing. And I had to build myself up from the ground up, literally. And this was probably one of the best things that I could do to to do that. And it works. If you do these exercises, if you do the things I give you, it works. The meditation thing works with releasing the negative and then filling yourself up with positive. And everyone can, if anyone's interested in joining, then go to AngieSeddithWalsh.com. Yes. And then we'll get you in the vibe tribe. And I set up a personal chat in the vibe tribe. So that's also very useful as well. Yes. So, you know, um, I, I just, I feel like when I explain the jars a little, like the jar exercise to my daughter and she's like, that sounds so much better than what my teacher did. She goes, cause I didn't feel any better after I did it. It was, it was point, it was really pointless, you know, and maybe, maybe she had a good intention or a purpose to it, but if the teacher is not in it, has not been in a place 
of having the kind of low self-esteem and, and no self-confidence, yes. you know, that some, that to everyone that can feel, yeah. yes, then they're not going to understand. No. And yeah. so that's what I'm trying, you know, I have, I, I want to help everyone. I'm like you, Sophie, I want to help everyone. I want, I want to save the world. You know, yeah. I always say that. Yeah. And you're right. We are our harshest critics and we're perfectionists and we want things done a certain way and we don't give up, but that's why we get through what we, what we're going through because of those things. They can be, you know, it's a double-edged sword in a way, but we have to learn to find a balance with them. So, yeah. And I know that from doing the exercise, the jar exercise, that a lot of my negatives are very much like, begin with I am and mm-hmm. all the positives are like oh you know what you know I always give people a smile or I always help people it's always like focus the positives are focused on what I do for other people or not and sort, that's yeah not sort of me as a person and it, it needs to change but that's okay that's yeah. okay because it will change because I am is the two most positive two most powerful words you can use okay yeah. so if you were, the thing is, is if you were, this is how you're feeling now. But when you look at those words in 30 days where you're saying, I am in, in the negative jar, yeah. you're going to find that you're like, no, I, I, I don't feel that way. Now, some of them you may still feel that way because it may take you. And this is not just a 30-day exercise, 60-day exercise. It's an exercise that you do until you get to where you feel good and you do not have anything negative in your yeah. negative jar. You, you can do the positive jar forever if you want. And you know what? Sometimes in life you'll have things happen where it will knock you back, or I call it a fish slap, where you get fish slapped and you're like, whoa, you know, like what happened here? And and it takes you a little bit to stabilize yourself. So yeah. if you're having some negative emotions, it's not bad to like write those things down and then take a moment because you're more grounded, you're more centered. So you can take a moment and be like, you know what, this is not who I am. This is what someone said I was, or this is what their perception is. And that's not who I believe I am. And that's not what I am. So then you can like burn it and you don't even have yeah. to worry about a jar. You just, you write, write your stuff down. Cause like I said, journaling is so important, but writing, writing things down. And, and a lot of people that, cause I gave, you know, um, in the workshop, workshop last week, I talked about journaling. Because I've journaled since I was a kid. I know you've journaled for a long time. Yeah. It's so important to get your expressions out. And the people are like, I'm not a writer. It's not about being a writer. It's about writing how you're feeling. Like you can write about, I've always written like what happened during the day. Yeah. You know, if I was having a bad day, even from when I was a kid. So, I mean, journaling is very important with this part okay so like with the you and then it becomes even more important important when you're with your chronic you know with battling your disease your chronic illness yeah where you're trying to work through you're trying to get things set with your diet with your supplement you've got to record everything down so and that's another part of where you and I are like we take things to the 500% yeah. whereas other people don't always do that but we're setting an example of if this is what you want to achieve then this is how hard you have to work to get there to do it 
Yeah. And if you're, if you're not willing, and that's, that's what I want to put out there as well. If you are going to make excuses, if, if you are not fully ready to accept, you know, being in my vibe tribe, then you're not ready. Yeah. And it's not like I'm telling you, no, I'm just saying, you know, if you're not going to do the work and you're not going to watch the videos, you're not going to participate, then it's a waste of time and it's a waste yeah. of your money. Yeah. So, you know, I, and I want to, I want to put that out there because I am going for the people that are serious that, about changing their lives, about changing where they are and achieving their hopes and dreams because most of us hold ourselves back yes. from, from doing that. And it's not about being arrogant. It's not about, you know, having overconfidence. There, there's a balance. Yeah. And it's about recognizing the red flag. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And that's what I was so proud of you, Sophie, when I saw your post with the post-it notes and I was like, oh my gosh, like I got teared up because, and there was like a couple other people that, you know, they, they said some things and they had some aha moments and, and, you know, I was like, oh, you know, I just hoped if I reached one person, you know, I always say yeah. that if I help one person, then I'm doing what my mission is. But when I was seeing people saying, I get this, I understand this, I'm doing this. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is so awesome. Like, I just get so excited and like happy tears at the same time, because I, I know that it's in people to do it. They, they just have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just, I don't know. I, 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 I just can't say enough how, how proud I am of you because I know we've only known each other a short time, but in that short it time, feels we like have a become, <laughs> it does. Yeah. And that's what, when I call you my soul sister, like, you know, your mom's the one that initially said that. I think you guys are soul sisters. I, I really believe that because there is a connection with us that just, I don't know. We just click and we talk and it yeah. just, you know, Definitely. from that first phone call. And I remember being so nervous about reaching out to you because I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, you know, she's she'll probably say no, but I'm going to ask her anyway. And that's, oh, that's oh. how I live. I, I, yeah. <laughs> but that's a perfect example of people will not do things because they're like, well, they they're probably going to say no. Right. Yeah. And so what? So the worst thing someone can do is say no. Then you're you're in no different position than where you are now. Yeah. So figure out, a, figure out something else to do. Yeah. So, and I've kind of gone through that with people in the sense that, you know, I'm so thankful for you and like Andrea that have like come into my life recently yeah. and you've like restored my faith. Whereas before I'd be sort of allowing negative people to stay in my life or trying to hold on to them because I was worried right. that like I wouldn't have any friends or nobody to hang out with or talk to. Whereas right. now I'm getting to the point where I actually don't want to be around them. And it makes me feel on edge when I am around negative people because yes. So I know that I don't deserve to have to tolerate them and to have to tolerate their negative feedback towards me. That's right. And see, that's, that is a sign too, that you are, raising your vibrational level and that's good because 
when you start to raise your vibrational level, even if it's just where you're starting, and that's a good sign as well, where you're noticing that you don't vibe, you don't mesh with people that you used to, to mesh with. Yeah. And I'm noticing that now myself as well with some people because, you know, I'm thinking, all right, and, and you feel kind of lonely at first and you feel kind of weird yes, you because it's out of sorts and you're like, okay, so I'm, I'm losing these people that have been in my life for years, but there's a reason why they're being removed because I, I am working on myself still. I am ascending. I'm, I'm doing what I'm wanting to achieve, what I'm wanting to do. And they're, they may be doing things too, but they're still stuck somewhere where they still need to do some work on themselves. Now it doesn't mean that they can't, work on themselves and maybe reconnect later. But nine times out of 10, when someone is removed from your life, they're going to, you're going to keep ascending as long as you keep working on yourself, you're going to keep raising your vibrational level. And more than likely you won't, even if you do encounter them again, it's going to feel like what you're saying. You, you feel like bristly and like your nerves feel like sandpaper, is on them and it's that's telling you you know their vibration is not matching yours now there'll be times where you can you're you can be you're around people where they're not so toxic and they're not so negative they may not be on your vibrational level and you can tolerate them in short short increments of time and then there's people that you're going to encounter that are actually above you vibrationally and it feels it doesn't feel weird, but you are positive and you're hopeful and like, and you're working on yourself to get to that level. So you're like, Ooh, what can this person teach me? Cause I love when I meet people like that. Cause I'm like, wow, you are like above me. And yeah. like, I respect that. Like, can I ask you some questions? Because I'm always open to learning and I'm and learning. Yeah. Yeah. And no judgment, like no, there's so many things that people you have to release you know, and once you start releasing that, I'm telling you, it just, your path opens up, the negative and toxic gets moved away, and and you're able to really start figuring out who you are. And going into, like, I call it the hermit phase. Like, I'll say, you know, I'm in my hermit mode right now because things like this will happen, and I'm like, okay, why is this happening? What, what What's going on? Let me ground myself. Let me center myself. And then I realize, okay, I'm actually moving forward and I'm continuing to move forward. These people are not. And so they're falling away naturally. And I have to remind myself, let them go. (laughs) Yeah. Because that's the biggest thing. Like you said, you want to, at first you want to cling on to them, but then you get to a point where you're like, you know what? I'm taking a step back. And a lot of times if you just take a step back and and just observe the person and don't really have any contact with them, you know, it'll all become clear to you. It really, really will. And I don't know if that's what you've noticed with, with some things lately. Yeah, definitely. And I think, um, I'm, I hate awkward silences as well. And I Mm -hmm. always try and like, you know, bring the conversation and everything, but with these kind of people, they very much sit there and let you do all the talking and then they're like a sponge and they absorb it all and then they'll use it against you. Right. And so so now I'm kind of getting to the point where I actually go quiet and then they kind of like look at you like, what's wrong with you? 
but they're so used to me. Oh, this is so awesome. Um, You're doing, oh, uh, Sophie, this is so great. You don't even realize it. You have taken charge. You have taken charge by you. You always feeling like you have to talk and you have to explain. And you're right. Those those yeah. people, they're narcissistic types. And there's many different types of narcissistic people. People don't understand how many types there are. Yeah. I mean, I highly recommend that people educate themselves on that. And I may even do like a workshop on that so that people, you know, learn to recognize it and learn about the different types. Because people like us that are very helpful and very not only empathetic, but sympathetic, passionate, compassionate, all those things, we attract those type of people. And so you have to learn how to recognize them and you'll get warnings. Your gut will tell you, trusting your gut, you'll get red flags and you need to not ignore them. But like by you sitting there, that's how I am a lot now. When I'm in a group setting, um, I will, I just sit there and listen. Yeah. I don't really say much. And if I do say something, I make sure that it is the right has, people. Well, it's like a whatever they're talking about, I make sure that like whatever I say, because I've been sitting there just listening, I make sure it's it's a profound thing. Like it's not yeah. like a rambling or it's not just joining in to join in. If I if I want to say something about it, then I make sure that what I'm saying is going to stick with people and make them think. Yes. Because a lot of times when you're in a group setting, you'll hear a lot of judgment going on. You'll hear a lot of negativity. And, like, I don't respond to that. Yeah. And so I just sit there and listen to it. And sometimes, like, if I'm in that setting, sometimes I'll just, like, be like, you know what? Um, I got to go. I have a, a, another engagement I've got to get to. Or, you know, maybe I'll just say I'm tired and I'm not, I need to go rest. Because I need to remove myself from that situation, and I know that. So yeah, that I'm that a bit takes, like that now. Yeah, that's great, and that's what I yeah. I wanted to commend you on because you're starting to recognize that, and that is is getting you to your healing, and by you also recognizing that, you know, I need to have some rest, and you and you doing that with your body, Sophie. That's so huge because. Before you, you wanted to keep pushing, you wanted to keep going because you wanted to ignore all that stuff. And you were ignoring not just your health, you're ignoring everything. But now you're yeah. recognizing it. And even though it's hard, like we all had to go through it and we all still have to go through it because there's different life throws different curveballs at you at all different times. And so recognizing that is like the first step and then actually doing something about it is so profound. So huge. Like I, you just don't know how proud I am of you. I really, I I am so proud of you because listening to your body, that is key for anything. Yeah. I just think it's, it's been very hard and it still doesn't feel right to me. It still doesn't sit well with me and I don't actually know how I'm going to cope if I'm honest because it keeps like my, my work keeps my mind busy and everything else and especially you know with the people that have just been talking about like negative people they're very right. they're very quick to judge they're very quick to like think that I'm lazy and I do nothing and then that plays on my mind so that that is one of the main reasons that I keep pushing on and 
to try and prove them wrong and I know that we had like a meal last night and I didn't want to say too much about what's going on with my health and whatever because other people within that group play on the fact of of my health problems and try and heighten it and get sympathy for their own good and I I just think people who can have like the best health and have the life and get to go out do whatever you know work there's no sort of worries there why try and right look on someone that's actually got quite a lot going on and try and make them feel because that's their that's their outside appearance what they're what they're um what they're feeling inside is totally opposite they're not happy with themselves they're they don't love themselves there's a lot of negativity there's a lot of things going on inside they're toxic they're truly toxic and they figure is good attention and they're you're a positive person sophie and you are a people pleaser right now and you're going to learn to not be a people pleaser and that's one of the hardest things because i used to be that way too i used to i used to please everyone and put everyone before me and people think that when i am when i'm saying you put yourself first that that's selfish no it's called just like you okay i need to rest because my body's needing to rest that doesn't mean you're lazy you're sick you have Lyme disease. This is a disease that if you do not rest, you are going to be in serious, serious trouble because, you know, and I went through that for years where, you know, I was told the same things, Sophie. And, you know, I wasn't allowed to be sick. I wasn't allowed to talk about it. I didn't know I had Lyme disease then. I was misdiagnosed, but I was still pushing through, you know, running a hundred miles an hour and what happened with me was, is my body just stopped. Yes. I didn't have a choice but to go to bed. Did I want to be in bed for three years? No. And it really sucked. Yeah. But I was. <laughs> I had no choice because my body was like, girl, I, you're crazy. I can't. I, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> and I, th- I think, like, obviously, I've obviously got to that point because, like you said, I have had lots of doctors just recently say that, my gut problems, there's nothing really wrong, they can't diagnose anything, nothing was coming up on the scans. So you, like, even before I had my Lyme diagnosis and they're telling me that I was crazy and now you know, it was all in my head, you think, oh, my gosh, you know, the doctors are telling me I'm fine, so I must be fine, so I should be pushing through, I should be doing this, I should be doing that. And you just automatically right. do push through. And I think, obviously, I had some quite, like, bad news on Wednesday and it was kind of like right you need urgent treatment you need this that and the other this is quite serious that I was like oh my god like yeah I I don't really have a choice here and the people and sometimes you have to have that told to you you know you have to have that said to you so that you actually feel okay with it it's kind of well, and it's kind of like when I got, when I was finally diagnosed, I was like, okay, whatever. Like, you know, I was, you know, but my doctor got really, and I say this where I got angry with him, but he also came right back at me and said, if you do not get serious with this and get on treatment now, you've got six to 12 months left. He goes, this is, this is not, you know, yeah. something to take lightly. You need to get serious and get serious fast. 
And so that was like a wake up call to me because before, you know, to be honest, I didn't really understand or know much about Lyme back then. No. So I knew it was bad, but I didn't understand how bad and how bad I was. And so when you get someone that tells you, look, this is what has to be done. You're in trouble. Yeah. Then you have no choice. Yeah. You have no choice. So when you say what you're going to do, you know, with all your time, because I know you're such a huge advocate, you can still be an advocate while you're resting. Yeah. Because when I was bedridden, I did the Lyme disease challenge. That's when it first got started back in 2015. I was tweeting. I was, you know, all kinds of stuff with that. And I met a lot of great people, but I also continued like, you know, still trying to figure out what was the best course of action for me with, with treatment and all of that and journaling. And, you know, so what you should, you could do is you could do more like your, your blogging if it doesn't wear you out because in a way that's your journaling and blogging at the same time. Yeah. And you're still getting a message out to people. Yeah. And you actually, you could chronicle what you're, what you're doing while you're resting. It could be a lesson for people. Yeah. And I've also, obviously, um, I've told like friends that I'm doing your self love, um, week and course and everything else. And that's what we're focused on this week. And I, right. I thought that maybe it'd be good to, do sort of like pictures because at the moment like I'm always so self-conscious underconfident I don't like like posing or anything like that for pictures really that maybe that's something that would help me as well just to try and you know you could take a nice picture but like you could be doing something fun so you're out with that whole like life balance still living life a little bit having fun while you can but also with like the message of like helping heal that sort of confidence that low confidence issue there but you know still trying to get the message out because you could like you say say what you're doing while you're resting right and um, but it's trying to find right. like positive ways to sort of incorporate like what I'm doing with you as well as my own healing but also be trying yes. still be proactive and see, that's what I, that's the purpose of it with the, with the whole life coaching and, and advising and all of that is, you know, I'm, I'm giving you like ideas. Yeah. Okay. I'm giving you things and I want you to take what I give you and make it your own. Yeah. You know, you don't have to do exactly what I say and, and develop your own things and then say, Hey, this worked for me. Maybe this will work for someone else. And, and helping others. That's what it's supposed to be. It's like one person helping and other people joining in and helping. And not only are you helping yourselves, but by what you're doing, but it just keeps growing and growing from there. And I get it about the picture taking, because when I was so sick, to be honest, Sophie, at first I didn't realize how bad I looked. Yeah. Okay. Because, you know, we've lost so much weight. Yeah. Our eyes are sunken in, you know, our face. And looking back on when I'll have memories pop up on Facebook, because that's where I chronicled everything there in Instagram. Yeah. I'll have memories pop up and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I was really sick. And there's times where I don't recognize the picture or, you know, it, the setting because either I don't, you know, I don't really remember that or yeah. I don't, um, I'm so thin 
yeah. that I've asked my mom a couple times. I'm like, who is that? Yeah. And she, you know, if it's like a side view, it's not a front view or whatever. And she's like, that's you. And I'm like, oh. And it's like shock. <laughs> yeah. It is shock because I'm like, no wonder everyone was, you know, they were so scared and they were so worried. And, and I, you know, you're, you're so lost in, in yourself of you're sick and you're trying to figure out how to get out of it. And you're trying to figure out how to make yourself better and you don't see it. You don't see what other people see until you get through it. Yeah. And then, and then sometimes maybe you do, you notice, like, I remember one day I was going into my doctor and I saw how thin I was like in the, in the door, you know, image. And I was like, Oh my gosh, is that what I really look like? Cause I was like 99 pounds and I'm thinking, what do people think when they see me? Do they think I'm anorexic? Do they think I have cancer? You know, like, I mean, what, obviously when you see someone like that, you know that there's something wrong, that they're sick or something, but like, that's where I can, I can empathize with you on that because I remember feeling that, but taking the pictures and like, and I have pictures of where I was with my kids when they would come to visit and they were fun times. And yeah, I didn't look my best. I was sick. How yeah. are you supposed to look? But you still, you, when you get through it and you go back and you look at it, you can appreciate that time and you yeah. can see how far you've come. Mm-hmm. And it really is eye opening. It really is. Yeah. And honestly, Sophie, you could still do. I mean, your podcasts take a lot of effort, I understand, but you could just do like little five-minute podcasts of yourself when you're feeling a little stronger. Yeah. And, you know, just something that's motivating or, you know, something that you learned the day before, anything, just to motivate. Yeah. And there's a, that will help you heal as well. It's not like you're still doing for others because actually you're doing this for yourself. Yeah initially so yeah definitely and um like you said you know you've got so much more to come with your life coaching I know and we've we've got so much more to learn there as well so I'm sure you'll be keeping me busy anyway oh yeah there's so well I had to like (laughs) slow my roll this week because I was like okay I and I the one there was two days where I said you know like the day before was was really like, you know, they were an hour. Yeah. Yeah. They were an hour workshop. So I thought I need people to have time to digest what I said and then start to implement the things and, and process it. And if I give too much, I'm going to totally overwhelm because I have, there are so many more exercises and, and things to do, but this is the foundation right here. Yeah. This week was the foundation. And so you know, like being, being a member gives you access to where I do a weekly live, um, just for the members. Yeah. And I've, I've got a doctor, um, that I interviewed and, um, Dr. Darren Ingalls, he is collaborating with me. He's amazing. He is amazing. And he's the author of the Lyme solution. And, um, he does a lot of seminars and workshops and, and treats patients as well. And, um, and he had Lyme himself. Yeah. So, um, 
And he is such a phenomenal guy. He really is a great guy. I love talking to him when I talk to him. But he's going to be, like, for my members, He we're going to have, like, he does a blog. Yeah. We're going to post blogs in there. He has a lot of great recipes that we're going to be posting. We're going to do lives with just for the members but with him and I talking about so many different things because he gets it yeah. on all levels. He gets it. It's not just about treating Lyme. He gets so many other things, you know, that, that I'm talking about that I'm doing. And, um, so having him in there and then, you know, I have, um, like I, I, what else was I going to say? <laughs> there was something else I was going to say that we're, that we're doing, but I, I'm going to have like a site is going to be in there as well. So that if you would like, you know, to become a patient of his or you, you want to contact him, whatever, you'll be able to go to his site and, yes. um, because Reach. I approve him yeah, <laughs> and he approves me. So it's yeah. like, it's a mutual thing, but we have this, we have this mindset where it's like with you too. Like I, I feel like the people that I'm supposed to work with, the people that truly want to help people, they have a true They're the more people that you can gather together that are like-minded like you yeah. and really want to help people, the better. Yeah, of course. That the, the bigger the message is going to get out, the more people you're going to reach. So why not? Yeah, definitely. You know? <laughs> and that's why I love to promote you and, and Andrea with what you guys do because we all do – we all kind of do the same thing, but it's a different. It's different. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's great yeah. because everyone's different and everyone responds to things differently. Yeah, definitely. So, and I hope to be bringing in more, um, more people. I don't necessarily know that I'll, I'll bring in more doctors. I have a natural practitioner here in, in, um, in Florida that I work with and, um, she has like a discount program for her supplement set up for, um, for people that are in the, in the tribe. Yeah. So, I mean, it's $37 a month and anybody for all, anybody from all over the world can join, but it's, um, and it's not a contract. You can, you can stop at any time. Um, and if you don't feel it's working then, you know, but I think that with this week, I think I, I have proven that it is, it is reaching people. Of course, so people yeah. are, you know, they are getting it. And like you said, I'm going to have each month is going to be a week of workshops and we're going to be doing different things. You know, we're, I'm going to focus on diet. I'm going to focus on exercising and sleeping and just all things that are wellness, things that people that even that are not battling a chronic illness, um, should be doing in their life. I'm going to, I'm going to talk about, like I said, like different types of personalities, narcissism. My mom is in the group, you know, she's a retired RN. And so anyone that has, you know, any kind of, you know, medical questions or, um, you know, she retired as a psych nurse. I mean, someone that's battling depression or grief, some people feel more comfortable talking to, someone like that, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so I have her in there. Yeah. And so it's, it's and it's growing, you yeah, know, and yeah, definitely. I want you to feel free to, if you want to put your podcast in there or on my, cause I have a, 
a public page now that I okay. just turned my, I turned my private, um, it wasn't really private, but it was like my regular Facebook page. Yeah. I turned it public because that way I'm not limited to how many people I can have liking and following and, and seeing my message. Yeah. And, um, like you can, if you like your podcast or something, you know, like if I put it on there and I want to, I want like a lot of people to hear it, then I can, I, it's something called a boost and I can boost it. And so it just gets, yeah, it gets the message out there better. And, um, and that's where I want, that's where I'm going to want to do all my lives. And I'll have like for the members of the, I call it Angie's vibe tribe. So if you're a member of Angie's vibe tribe, then you're, you're going to get exclusive lives and you're going to get exclusive. There's just going to be exclusive things. People like things that are extra and special to them. Yeah. Yes. And in the future I'm going to have, um, we're working on some merchandise stuff and um, like some incentives for people that have like, that have completed the workshop, haven't completed the month and they're actually working, you know, they're, they're Doing really, really well. trying. Yeah. Yes. So we're working on like little, some little incentives, like little free, free things. Cause everybody loves free. <laughs> of course. Yeah, definitely. So, um, I'm really excited about it and I'm so thankful that, yeah. you know, I have you in my life and we promote each other. We, oh, we work together. And, um, so honestly, Sophie, feel free to, if you want to post your blogs on there, um, either Thank on my, yeah. my public page or the vibe tribe, um, feel free to do it. Cause you, your stuff speaks to people oh, and you. people respond to that. And I, I want, it's not just about me, you know, I'm not here. I always say I'm not here for me, but I, I want others that speak my language in their helping as well yeah, because definitely. you, yes you're working on yourself and you're getting it, yeah. but you have a huge message as well and you're learning in the process. So that's even more important. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for coming on today because I really, really appreciate it because I know how busy you've been with all this launch and all the work you've been putting (laughs) in this week. So you must be absolutely shattered. So I really, really appreciate it. I really do. I've been, I've been, uh, I've been busy, but I've been trying to pace myself so that I don't get, overwhelmed yeah. and you know I take breaks and and that sort of thing but yeah some days is a few a few days have been kind of last week with the workshop I will say was was pretty manic was pretty taxing yeah. yeah but you know it was fun too so um it it's just it's just gonna keep growing and I'm excited about it and I thank you for helping advertise it no, and of um, course of course it's and, the least I can do Right. Well, thank you. You're helping and I, me. I, you know. <laughs> well, yes, but I mean, we help each other. Yeah. You know, and and that's the point of it. So I I so appreciate it, and I mean, for and also I forgot to say too, like with with the price of the of joining the tribe, you you get um a one on one call with me. So it's like to assess what you're needing, and and then after that is when if you need like personal one-on-one coaching sessions, then um, it's like, it's going to be like $50 for an hour. So if you want to break it up and do, you know, like um, 30 minutes, 
this week, 30 minutes the next, you know, that's fine. But um, it, it will, I mean, because there's so many people that's contacting me, I'm going to have to start doing it like that. Yeah. Of course. So, yeah. but the initial phone call, I mean, it could be an hour, it could be two hours. So I just take my time with you trying to figure out what you want because, you know, you're joining up, you're, you're getting a lot of great things, Yeah. Sure. but I want you to know that you're important too. Yeah, definitely. So. Definitely. Well, I'll, I'll so. let you get on and thank you so much again for coming on. It's been, a, you know, great as always and such a delight. Yes. And thank you for having me because it's always, I'm always so excited <sighs> when I get to talk to you and like you, you are so, I don't know. It's just like, like I said, Aww. we're soul sisters. Yeah, so when definitely. I speak to you, you just, you make me, you uplift me and, and I'm just like, yeah, it was a Sophie day. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, yeah, no, thank you so much. Cause you, you have become a real dear friend of mine and I value you so much and you. you know, you inspire me every day and you help me every day just with your friendship, not just, you know, with everything that you're doing with your life coaching as well. So thank you so much. Well, thank you because you inspire me too, Sophie. And, um, I think that's the key. Yeah. That's the key right there. Yeah. Well, thank you, hon. And I hope that you have a good, it's a good evening for you and it's a good day for me. I'm actually thinking I might go to the beach today because it's going to be, it's a nice day for it. I'm jealous. It's, um, it's like thunderstorming about to thunderstorm here. So, um, look at you. (laughs) Well, we've had nothing but rain for several weeks now, oh, so okay. it's kind of like it, it's our rainy season. But now it's starting to e- e- you know even out where you know it, it will rain at some point every day. So yeah. you just kind of gotta when you when the sun's out and you're seeing there's no rain on the radar, get moving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, and we'll we'll talk again very very soon. So thank you. All right, hon. Take care. See you later. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.